On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, we break down the schedule. It has been released. Sixers schedule is out. It's a tough one. We'll dive into it all next. Schedule month by month and longest road trips, all of it. Keith Pompey, Devon Givens next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens of 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co host and my partner, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer, inquirer.com. What's up, Keith? We got a schedule, man. Man, dude. I mean, I know they say you got to play 82 games, right? You play everyone, right? But the way they got this schedule mixed up, like, it's tough, D. Yeah, it is something. Now, it is. You know what? We'll dive into it. Uh, Before we get started, thank you all for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free, available, and on all platforms, including right here, YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Well, man, we got a lot of stuff to break down. We'll start off with the overall outlook of the schedule, but we also have some things that we have uh, we saw that really caught our eye in general. You'll have a few. I'll have a few. We'll talk about those. Like the months in particular, uh, what's the biggest? Later on, we'll get into a, a contract extension for LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers as well. We'll do that in the final segment. Uh, but first, man, we knew about a few nationally televised games starting the first two games on the road. TNT games on Tuesday and then on Thursday. They're the first game of the season, I believe, because of that Tuesday game, technically starting at 7 o'clock. I didn't look at all the team schedules, so I think they are the first game of the season. Uh, So they go until uh, April 9th is the final game against the Brooklyn Nets. We have a few uh, games that we highlighted on the previous episode. Uh, The Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Lakers, and the Golden State Warriors coming to Philadelphia. Those things, of course, we talked about earlier, and I will jump in and start off with two things as far as the uh, as far as a few things that jumped out to me. I will go with 13 back-to-backs, Keith, and 34 nationally televised games. So nationally televised games do include the NBA TV schedule, not just ABC, ESPN, TNT, but also NBA TV. They are a must-watch team. The, the NBA says so by letting us know how they have them slated, not only with the first two games on TNT, but also the Christmas Day game, which we now know is the 12 o'clock first game in New York. Like we talked about when the stuff came out about that, uh, the order that Shams had put it out there, we said it may be true in that order, may not, because New York normally plays at noon. That held up. They're playing at noon, and the NBA, again, has the Sixers as a feature team in the entire association. So, Right away, Keith, before you get to yours, 34 nationally televised games, 13 back-to-backs. What do you think? You know, um, you know, hey, like like you said, the, the 76ers are, well, we already knew it. I mean, they've been a primetime team before. But, you know, right now with uh, James Harden being here full-time, Joel Embiid and, you know, Tyree, the emergence of Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, they're must-see TV right now. And, and, and that's what it seems like. I mean, you look at – these guys, you 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 look at the roster, 
and and the NBA are marketing the Sixers as one of their premier squads that they have right now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. And and to be able to see them in that way, of course, this just as one of the top teams in the league, one that should be fun with the combination of Embiid and Harden. You mix in whoever Tyrese Maxey is in year number three. If he's a similar player to last year, you know you're going to get at least a 17-point-per-game night. Then you may also see that next step of his development where he then jumps into that next level of potential, maybe some all-star consideration, depending on how good the team is. You know how it goes. If you're the top team in the conference, you have three guys performing very well. Chances are you might have all three on the all-star squad. So that'll be something to monitor. And he will be on national stage. So everyone will get to see him. Coaches, scouts, GMs, all that. The fans, they may not vote him in, but uh, he will be watched. 13 back-to-backs. Boy, I tell you what, that's an 82-game season. That's not too bad when you're talking about 26 games overall. You know, and you just look at it like that. Um, that's not bad. That's not bad in, in looking at how, how that really is. But um, those are a few things that stood out to me, man. Uh, any uh, what, what stood out to you? I know you have a lot of things that did. So what stood out to you on the schedule? I mean, the way that the, the, the matchups, how they play in these teams. I mean, first off, you can't, like, overlook that how tough the schedule is just to get out the gate, right? So, I mean, you look at this right now, and they open up against Boston, which we already said – then they then they come back with Milwaukee. Then they have San Antonio and Indiana. But then they have a two-game series in Toronto, right, on the 26th and the 28th. That ter- second Toronto game is the first of a Toronto and Chicago back-to-back, right? So then they have that. And then all of a sudden, then they go to Washington on the 31st. And then they play Washington again on the second at home. New York, Phoenix, Atlanta twice, Utah, Milwaukee, right? Then they have a little break with Minnesota, you think a little break, and then they play Brooklyn. So that's tough. So that stood out to me. And the other thing that stood out to me was in March, where they start off March playing 12 of their first 15 games in March on the road. That's tough, man. That's really tough to me. Yeah, that that is man. They they have some some tough ones there. That March that you talked about, uh, they have a ten game stretch, both home and away, where they are all playoff teams, man, including the Brooklyn Nets there to close things out. But it, it, it's this is this is I like it just because again, like we talked about with the first two games to start things off, we're gonna really get an opportunity. We should know really by March who they are, but we should know by March who they are. But also, how are you going to respond when you have 17 games in March, 12 of which are on the road? That's not an easy thing to do. They have been a good road team over the last couple of seasons. And then we'll, we'll see how they respond when they actually hit the road uh, against those squads. A few more things that we need to highlight when we get back, like some of the road trips, longest road trips, longest homestand. We'll dive into that next right here, Locked On 76ers. Well, first, I want to tell you guys, talk to you about driving sober or get pulled over see here's the scenario you're hanging out with some friends and pulling back a few drinks a few becomes a few too many as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out you think of calling for a ride nah you live nearby you can make it home okay it's no big deal 
what are the odds that you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you lose your, you, you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. While the police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives, right? So if you think you're okay to drive after few drinks, think again, play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. I'm telling you, you better do it, people. You better do it. Got to do it today. You heard the man. Do it today, people. Do it today. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game, whether it's the WNBA. You might dive in that. The playoffs are underway. The schedule breakdown from other cities, from our local experts is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, let me run this at you and the listeners and the viewers out there real fast as I look here. On my phone. Apologies, everybody. I have to look on my phone and see what this is. A game-by-game breakdown for the month. October. Start things off. Shorter, of course, because that's the start of the season. Eight games. Three home, five on the road. Not worried there at all because of the beginning of the schedule. I think they'll fare well in those games. November, 14 games. Nine home, five road. December, 13 games. Seven home, six road. January, 14 games again, eight home, six road. And February, 11 games, having the all-star break, so a shorter month, seven home, four road. And this is where it picks up and why it's so lopsided in March, because you have so many home games through the first five months, even though October starts in mid-October. You have 17 games in March, five home, 12 road, and five games only in April as we get ready for the postseason, two home, and then three road there. So, uh, yeah, man, this is um, uh, this is this is a a big time a big time breakdown in March because of how how much we see them at home through the months of really November and February, where they're home for quite a bit, and on the road for let me see, you got 12, uh, 16, 21 road games. In between November and January and November, February. So 21 road games, November, February. And then um, let's see, 14 and 17. So you got 31 home games, 31 and 21 between November and February. Did my quick math there like that. 31 and 21, 31 home, 21 on the road. And if you want to include October, uh, 26 on the road and uh, 34 uh, at home. So you, you got a favorable one. And that's where March gets so crazy and so nasty in those months. So with that, Keith, two separate five game road trips. Christmas and uh, right around the Christmas times, really in January. And then that that nasty one that uh, we talk about in, in March as well, where they're on the road for those uh five for those five uh five games there as i look at it here 
which would be the start of March, Miami, Dallas and Milwaukee, Indiana and Minnesota. And the final two, they're improved basketball teams, Indiana and Minnesota. So that, that's going to be a tough one right there. And you never know, Keith. We never know what the team is going to look like after the trade deadline, right? Yeah, you never know what the team's going to look like at the trade deadline. I, I, You know, something about Indiana, though, unless they make some changes, I think that the Sixers will be able to get that one. Because last time we looked at Indiana, they've been a team in, 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 in shambles, right? But, but the thing is, like, a lot of times you look at it and you see, like, when teams, and to your point, we'll see when teams are, like, playing. You know, like, the Sixers have this tough stretch. Indiana could be at home chilling, waiting for him. You know that's what I mean? Right. Like, you know, Indiana, the, the, Indiana um, that that back in. That's yeah, a back that's, that, a back that's back to back, and you're coming off like you said. You know, you're you're coming off a, a game against Dallas at Dallas, at Milwaukee. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you, you you're coming west. You're going to the Midwest, and then you you go to Indiana, and you're like, uh oh. You know, you never know. I mean, you never know what can happen. And then the, the thing about it is, is also a letdown, too. Then, then you go to cold Minnesota. You get there in the middle of the night after that game. And this is the crazy thing. The Indiana game is going to be at 7 o'clock. And then the Minnesota game is at 6.30. Teams typically don't like that, right? So, and then, you know, it, it's just, and then not only that, that's the last game of a road trip, of a five-game road trip where you're typically, you, you typically like, uh, like thinking about going home. Guys are talking and thinking about, oh, what do I go in? What am I going to do on my off day? You know, I'm going to see the wife, the kids, or my buddies, you know, things like that. So that's not really a good one. That's a tough one. And then, like you said, after that, then you got Portland and Washington at home, and then you're back on the road again. Mm-hmm. So it could be tough, man. It could be a tough one. Yeah, final month is going to be something, man. It really is. And also a seven-game homestand in December, as well as a five-game homestand in November. So they'll be able to take advantage of that. When you look at a stretch like that between both, not, of course, consecutively, but having a seven-game homestand, you need to come out over 500 on, on that one, four and three, five and two, six and one, seven and oh, whatever you want to, whatever you hope they are, and then a the five-gamer in November. Uh, as well so yeah man it, it's going to be interesting in those final games of the month chicago chicago that's a back-to-back march 20th and the 22nd golden state phoenix denver and that chicago second chicago starts that four-game trip ending up with nikola Jokic in denver dallas toronto at home after those two milwaukee on the road boston miami at home atlanta brooklyn to close out the season man it will be a fun one Overall, so 12 of first 15 in March are on the road. And uh, this team, they will let us know how good they are based on that. Well, Keith, final segment for us, we got to talk about LeBron James. Sign an extension. Some were wondering if he was going to do it. There's no way he wasn't going to sign that two-year extension. Tell you what the numbers look like on the other side right here. Locked on, 76ers. Welcome back. Locked on 76ers. Keith Pompey, uh, Devon Givens with you. All right, Keith, we got to give you some numbers for LeBron James. Two-year extension with the Los Angeles Lakers. And it looks like 
97.1 million dollar extension that makes him the highest earning player in NBA history, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. And I believe I saw his total number of NBA earnings only, NBA earnings over $500 million. <laughs> he made, hey, let me tell you this. This brother, yo, when people say go to college, at least just for a little bit. Like again. 532. Sorry, I have it here. 532. Okay. I mean, so this brother was like one of those people were saying go to college. Now, again, you know, my daughter, go to college, I went to college, this and that, go to college. But if there's ever a person you can say like, hey, look at LeBron, look at all the things he does. So we're talking about that's just NBA earnings, right? He's already, he's a billionaire, dude. So the crazy part is he made at this particular time, he's made more money off the court than he has on the court. It is crazy, dude. Think about that, man. Well, I mean, if he's 532, maybe a little bit less because he's probably around, what, four? But is that 532 including what he's going to make? Well, yeah, the 90 plus, so you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's crazy, dude. He's made more off the court. More off the (laughs) I mean, come on. Loaded. Loaded. <laughs> Just loaded. And and look, man, all the things that people can talk about him, where whether you don't like him as a person, you don't like him as a player. You got to respect what he's done, man. What he's done both on the floor, off the floor uh, with his family and making sure that his kids are all set up the right way when they try to venture out into their own basketball players themselves. Uh, he's done a tremendous job as as, as an ambassador for the league coming into the league and and doing everything he's done from day one with all the pressure that was on him from the very beginning. He has surpassed that pressure to be the player that he is, the man that he is 37, still playing at an all NBA level. Right. And that's just, that's a crazy number. By the way, there's a chance with the salary cap next season, I believe, or the 23, 24 season, I think it is that he could reach the total of Keith, 111 if the salary cap rises in 23-24, 111 million over the course of the two years on this deal if if the number goes up next next uh offseason. True. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yo, I mean, more power to him though. You know it was going to happen. I mean, yep. like if you thought they weren't going to extend LeBron, like you knew, I mean, something yeah, something else coming. You know what and I mean? He's on a final year of his. Uh, no big deal. 44. $44 million this upcoming season. Final year. $44 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the, the choice was up to his. See, the thing is, everyone was thinking that, you know, LeBron probably was going to go and cle- play in Cleveland, you know, ended his career there, this and that. But, um, you know, I don't know. Like, it, this seems like the right move. And in, in the more, more logical move, just because of the things we talked about, all the money he made off the off the court and being in L.A., you know, his sons are, you know, his sons, you know, one son is is, is about to go to college. The other son is like doing his high school thing. So why would you uproot the family now when they have budding careers? You yep. know, so it's the right thing to do. He could also this year pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. Um, could maybe do that somewhere in Feb- January or February, depending on how his scoring barrage goes. 
during that time. So uh, a lot there for LeBron James. Also, Keith, can I give you – you're a football fan, so can I give you the full Christmas Day schedule, including football? Yeah, go ahead. Let me give you and the folks this. This is courtesy of – I'm actually looking at Field Yates on Twitter, so give him the credit for putting this together. Sixers Knicks at noon, as we talked about. Packers Dolphins at 1 p.m. Lakers Mavs, 2.30. Broncos and Rams, that's a really good game, at 4.30. Bucks Celtics at five, Grizzlies Warriors at eight, Bucks Tampa at Cardinals eight twenty, and then the Suns Nuggets to close things out on that Christmas night. So after we're done with the Knicks and the Sixers, we just settle in. You guys open your presents. TV man, sports all day. Yeah, yeah, sports all day. You got it. Yeah, that's what it's probably going to be. Many, many people will be falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be packing to go to D.C. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be packing for D.C. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, listen, man, I appreciate it. As always, uh, you, you know, having us jump in here and do this. You got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day as we break down the Sixers 22-23 schedule. We now know what it looks like now. Make your second list and Locked On NBA. We're Locked On experts are covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, if you don't mind letting the folks know where they can find us. Like D just said, wherever you get your podcast, you can get Locked On 76ers podcast too. I know we talked about Locked On NBA. But you can get the Locked On 76ers podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can also get our YouTube channel by going to Locked On 76ers YouTube, right? We were on YouTube. Um, best way to subscribe is you see that Liberty Bell. Click on that Liberty Bell and you become a subscriber. On on For today, tomorrow, Friday, next week, you can listen to my man D on, uh, on, on the, the Divine Giving Show on 97.5 from 6 to 10. You can also follow him. He's breaking news, too. You can follow him on Twitter. He broke news on a tweet about this schedule um, on Twitter earlier today, earlier early Wednesday, at DivineG975. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers, and you can also read my work and read my colleagues' work at Inquire.com, the Philadelphia Inquirer. Absolutely, man. Well, listen, Keith, thanks, man. Enjoy the rest of your day off. And we'll catch up with you guys tomorrow for our final episode of the week. Everybody have a good one. Thanks, man. All right. Peace.